Alrighty guys, welcome back to another episode of Stay Open. Hold on. I am your host, Arletta, and do I have quite the energy for this episode. Um, You know, I have a little place in my notes where I write down a list of potential future podcast episodes because... Sometimes I have to be feeling it in the moment and feel called to it. Sometimes it's an interview and I need to prep for it. Sometimes it's, you know, it can be a ton of different things. Sometimes I like really prepare for an episode. I have to come with quotes and I write notes or I'm basing the episode off of a journal prompt and I'm super prepared ahead of time. And other times I just feel like spitballing on the fucking microphone. And that's one of the days today. So I've really been thinking about what I wanted to talk to you about, where I wanted to come from, what kind of energy I wanted to bring you, and I pulled up my notes and I went looking through my list of inspo, and I have, I ran across a statement that I've wanted to talk about for quite some time now, and I thought, you know what, I feel fired up enough today. We have caffeine in our veins, Um, we have water flowing. We are hydrated queens and I am ready to talk to you about celebrating your own motherfucking wins. Because let me let me be honest and transparent. If I'm if I'm nothing with you on this podcast, I will be honest, okay? I have had a really hard time celebrating my own wins lately. So, it's funny that I wrote that down because This podcast is almost, it's not almost, it is. It is self-therapy for me. I'm like talking to myself through the microphone with you here, so I don't feel like a complete sociopath, but like really I'm talking to myself. So this is just as therapeutic for me as hopefully it is for you. Um, And a lot of the topics that I want to cover, I'm really talking to myself. So that's when, today is one of the days. But the way that I work through problems is I talk it out. And so we're going to talk it out today because I think it's really important to celebrate your own wins. I got this idea from one of my best friends who always is so good to like give me recommendations on, you know, podcast episodes or if I'm like going off on a rant on our phone call, she'll be like, oh my God, you have to make that a podcast episode. So shout out to you, Emmy. Um, But... Yeah, it's hard to sometimes be the the one that you need to be in your corner. And because I come with a recommendation of a book today, um, or I guess I should start over by saying, okay, so if those of you are into YouTube, you might know her, but I love Julia and Hunter Havens, I, specifically Julia, Hunter We don't need to get into that. But Julia, I love. I love her. And I feel like if her and I lived in the same city, we would be like best friends. And she was posting on her story her favorite little blurbs from this book. And I love this book. And I thought, oh my God, that's such an amazing fucking book. And I need to post my favorites. But I thought, what better way to open up an episode about celebrating your own wins than reading one of my favorite blurbs from the book 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think. I got this recommended to me via book talk. Um, God, 
probably a year ago, it was floating around my For You page and I bought it immediately because the prompt or the essay that this individual read spoke so deeply to my soul. I just, I couldn't click the buy link fast enough. Like I couldn't get to the book fast enough. And even, even more so, I wanted it so badly right that minute. I got it on my Kindle app for my iPad. So I immediately got the digital download and read the book. I think I stayed up to like 2 a.m. This book is amazing for so many reasons, but each chapter, if you will, is an essay. And each essay is broken down into numbers. And so they're these little bite-sized nuggets of knowledge that every, I'm not kidding you, every single sentence Brianna Wiest writes, bless her. If I ever meet her, I will hug her. I will kiss her in the most non-weird way. I love this book. And so this is my recommendation to you. Go buy the book, read the book, highlight the book, reread it, reread it, reread it, reread it. Like I go back over chapters. Um, It is amazing. Okay, so we're going to start this out by one of her essays and a little blurb from her essay, Expectations You Must Let Go Of In Your 20s. You know, if you know me, you know, um, and Zach and I have a running joke on this. I actually have a t-shirt with it on it because <laughs> we always say I am low maintenance. Okay. I'm not high maintenance. I just have high expectations. Like I am chill fucking girl. Okay. I'm extra, but I'm low maintenance. I don't need a lot. Okay. I can rough it with the boys. I can go camping. I can play in the mud. I don't need my nails done. Like I'm low fucking maintenance, but I have high expectations of life, pretty much everything, you know, and that's the Piscean dream dreamer in me. But of course, when I read the title, I knew of all people I needed to hear this essay because, you know, it's your 20s. We have a lot of expectations for the future and the type of person we think we're going to be, where we're going to be at certain ages, you know, thinking you you have an expectation that you should be in a relationship by a certain age or be married by a certain age. And I think this, um, I can't even say the word. I don't know if you've noticed this whole time. I can't think of the section, I guess I'll say, this this section of the essay. Um, I think you're gonna really, everyone can relate to it. So number one, you're meant to be extraordinary. Extraordinary people are just that, rare. Recognizing this doesn't mean you're giving up on your potential. It means you're dissolving the illusions that you have about what it means to be your whole self and live your best life. We taught the one in a billion, quote unquote, success story as though it's the natural end goal of working hard and actualizing yourself. It's not. The real question is, what work are you willing to do even if nobody claps? What will be worthwhile if it goes unacknowledged? How will you feel loved by a few people if you aren't recognized by many? Finding the exceptional in the ordinary is the real extraordinary. Woo! Okay. Maybe that wasn't as profound for you as it was for me, but that shit's profound. What gets me, and I think what the hardest thing when it comes to cheering yourself on, okay, being your own cheerleader is that's so important 
Because the reality of life is you won't always have people cheering for you. You know, the founder story, the how we built it story, if you will, always starts with no one knowing. You know, your inner circle being your following. And it slowly grows into something bigger than yourself or your brand. But in those incubation, in the incubation period, in those beginning days, and, and through, throughout many creation stories, no one's cheering that person on, you know, and you have to be the one to not only celebrate the wins because other people sometimes don't, and we'll get to that, but you also need to be able to push yourself, you know, you have to be the one to get yourself to do the hard things. You have to be the one to get yourself out of bed in the morning. You have to be the one to go door to door and share your vision. You have to be the one to gain, you know, get capital for your company. You, if not you, then it will be no one, right? And then your dream won't happen. And I think we so often underestimate, I know I have, how difficult it is to be the one, the one to cheer yourself on, the one to be the motivator, the one, you know, I am an office of a hundred people in one person. I have all my different needs and my business has different needs and my brand and this podcast. And it's not always easy, especially for me to push myself in the direction that I know I need to go. But a way that I, that helped me realize how to do that and harness the energy to do that was asking myself the first question that she asks, which is, what work are you willing to do even if nobody fucking claps? Because that's where I think the authenticity comes from. And it's, that is where the fire of, contagion builds for why people become obsessed with brands and obsessed with certain people because their exuberance for what they're doing is contagious, right? Like they come through the screen. There's just those people that their happiness is contagious or their inspiration is contagious. And the truth is those people at one point had no one but their own dream in their head. And they had to tell themselves, okay, what I'm feeling needs to be out in the world. How I'm doing things or what I want to share. You know, there's always the idea that it starts out. And if you're not clapping for yourself, and I've, God, I've fucking been here, you know, where I have an idea and I'm like, I'm crazy for thinking that. Like imposter syndrome is so real for me. And it's, I know it's real for a lot of people, but it's a constant battle of one side of my brain being like, you can't do this. Are you sure you can handle this? This is a lot to put on your plate. Wow, your your goals and your dreams are too big. You're never going to reach them. And then there's another part of my brain, and I've been you know, working on strengthening this portion, this muscle, that says, shut the hell up. You don't know what you're talking about. You're amazing. You're beautiful. You can do this. You're smart. You are capable. I am over here constantly battling 
my imposter syndrome. And the way that I pushed myself, the way that I pushed myself is I asked myself, like, why do I want to do the things I'm doing? You know, why I talked about this um, on the first episode of season three. Like, I needed to have a real conversation with myself about why I wanted to do the podcast. You know, why? Because right, I don't know what that was. Um, because right now, not that no one's clapping for me, but I'm not going to lie. I, I'm such an instant gratification person. I'm like putting things out and I, you know, I'm doing it for my inner circle right now. I'm, I'm doing this because I, what did you break? Or is it above us? It wasn't you? Okay. Um, it's so hard to be the person who you clap for. Like you, because my vision, right, is I see this being a platform for thousands of women. I see this being a space where we create communities and I can grow off of the stay open community and I can, you know, create other platforms and diversify our community across many different platforms. And that involves a lot of people, right? Like a large part of my goal and my vision for this podcast has to take a lot of people. And as I'm going along, you know, as I hit record, I really had to think about why I'm doing it because I needed to check myself and make sure like, there's a very real possibility that people won't clap for this for years. You know, people won't see the vision for years. And that's okay. I realize that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because you're listening. You know, I'm doing it for the messages I get in my DMs about how an episode changed someone's day and or made them feel less alone or made them helped them work through an issue that they're having. That's why I'm doing it, you know? And and those to me are quote unquote claps. You know, that's my, my way of validating what I'm doing is the right thing and I'm on the right path. But I still have to clap for myself, you know, because if I don't like continue, that's the other thing. I used to beat myself up about, the spurts that I would take in between episodes on this platform or how I've had it since 2019. And, you know, I think about, okay, if I had posted every single week in 2019 and 20 and 21, where would I be now? Because I can still say I've been a podcaster for, you know, three years, which is very true. And I have three years of experience, but I never had, and I've talked about this, I never had the energy that I knew that I needed to devote to this platform. Finally, I have it. You know, and I could sit there and beat myself up and say, well, it's fucked, you know, because my original expectation, there's expectations again, was, oh, you know, give me a year, I'll blow up. This will be my main source of revenue. And I think reality is, for many reasons, that's just not what happened, right? So... I still have to clap for myself because if I if I didn't, I wouldn't keep going. 
And I guess I've reached this place with asking myself that question because it only matters if I change one person. Honestly, this has changed me. You know, like I said, this is my personal form of therapy too. So even if it takes years, even if I'm fucking 80 and I'm still sitting here and it's only my mom, my husband, my sister, and my best friends listening to this, then so fucking be it. You know, because I don't know, I don't know what God has in store. I don't know what the universe has in store for me. I just have to trust in the process. And so do you. You have to trust in the process of your life and realize that sometimes life is not about the following. Life is not about how many people follow you on TikTok or Instagram or, you know, how much money you make even off of your image and likeness. That's not life. Life is about the relationship you have with yourself, first and foremost, and then the relationship that you build with other people. And unless it is authentic, and let me be careful with my words here because I am striving for a following. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say, I don't want a following. I do. I have plans and I need a community for that. I'm trying to build it. You know, there's a real need for grown, mature women in their 20s being transparent and honest about the hardships. That's a real need because there are plenty of people coming out of college having a whole different expectation of what their 20s will be than the reality. And and the only reason they have that is because no one's told them. You know, they don't have a mentor. All they see are catty women in the workplace. I mean, it's a rough world out there to be thrown out from a fun, loving college experience to a, and being told that, you know, you can be whatever you want, being told that you can make whatever money, seeing all these people make ridiculous amounts of money, quote unquote, you know, how much of this is real, we don't know. Um, seeing that on social media, thinking that that's a reality, thinking that all you have to do is post a picture of yourself naked on OnlyFans and you can retire your parents. And that's sadly not the fucking truth because that doesn't happen to everybody. But there's a real, to me, an open space in this world for community and honesty and grace amongst women in their 20s. And I have to clap for my damn self until other people recognize that, right? And other people hear me. I can't stop, though. I can't stop being my number one fan. And that's, it's exhausting. You know, I think why my girlfriend and I even talked about celebrating your own wins is because I was telling her like running a business by yourself is so fucking hard. Running a podcast by yourself is hard. Um, You don't have a boss to tell you, hey, you're meeting the quota like you're doing a good job. 
You don't have, um, if you land a deal like a big client, you have to take yourself out to a dinner. You know, you have to make the time. You have to schedule the wins. And let me tell you, in all areas of your life, like I mean this even if you found the love of your life and everyone in your life doubts you for it. You know, everyone in your life judges you, has something to say. You have to celebrate that win because only you know what's best for you, you know? You have to celebrate sometimes, God, sometimes we get pregnant and no one's happy for us and you have to celebrate it on your own, like by your own damn self. Sometimes we get into school and people aren't supportive for our degree. You have to celebrate that. And it kind of goes in hand in line with people who are like, in the end, all you have are your, is yourself. But I think that's kind of a selfish mindset in a way of like, if you only think that you will be all you have in the end, that's all you will have. Again, going back to what I said earlier, a part of this life is making community with others in the way that you treat others. Huge part is how you treat yourself, the relationship you have with yourself, because to an extent in this life, all you do have is yourself. But in the end, if you live life the right way, you shouldn't ever just be by yourself. You know, you have a community around you, people that love you, people that support you. You have a legacy you left behind. But I think we get so quick in our 20s to rush that especially because what we see on social media looks so rushed, looks so effortless. It looks like, let me just post a 10-second dance video and blow up and go viral. And that's not reality. I'm a little worried that we've gone so far into the obsession of our online persona, excuse me, that we don't have time or the energy to put into the people in front of your face. I was in yoga yesterday and my yoga teacher said something that was extremely profound to me. And she said, I, and it's, I guess when you hear it, you're going to be like, no shit. But for me in that moment, it was like my soul recognized what she was saying, like acknowledged it. She said, you are not physically living in anywhere else than right now right here. And it was like my mind that had been racing that whole morning and this whole week and this whole month and this whole year, like centered itself and was like, whoa, she's fucking right. Like think of the gravity of that statement. I'm not living anywhere else except right in this moment. That's the only validation, the only truth that I have. I don't know if even this afternoon's going to fucking happen. You know, that's dramatic. I mean, of course, hopefully this afternoon's going to happen for me, Jesus. But you can't rely on that in the future, right? That's why the small steps that you're doing right now will make the biggest change in the future. Realize how amazing you have it. You know, when I go back and I think about where I was in my early 20s and what I wish I would have known is how much ballsier I should have been 
And I, I still tell myself this to this day because I don't think it's limited to age. It's not. Like, there's nothing holding you back from emailing the CEO of that dream company and asking if they have an opening. There's nothing wrong, nothing bad could happen except what? Hearing no, you know? Okay. Asking, going in on that lottery ticket or going in on that um, giveaway or applying to that school or asking that person out or sliding into that those DMs like, okay, the worst that happens is nothing changes. But you'll never know, you know, and, and there's so much of life where I didn't realize how innocent I was and how I could have used that innocence to just fucking send all my dreams, slide into all the DMs, apply to all the jobs, ask all the wrong questions to the right fucking people. But I, I didn't because I let that self-doubt get in my head. I let myself tell myself that there's better interns, that there's smarter people, there's harder workers, there's more organized people. You know, I I talk myself out of a lot and I am done doing that. I have learned at the ripe age of 27, no more. And if you are listening to this and you talk yourself out of a lot of shit, I don't know what you have to do. Create this other persona in your head that combats that fucking bitch that's up there that's telling you you're not good enough and and tell them every single time, just redirect your brain. I am worth it. I am enough. I am whatever you have to say. Cut the bullshit in your mind because you are holding yourself back from so much. You don't even know how amazing you are. You don't even know how much you're capable of. You don't even know the blessings that are coming into your life. You don't know them because you don't believe in yourself. You're not even taking the step of opening of the possibilities. And part of goal setting is when you do reach that little milestone, you have to celebrate. It's kind of the same way of like birthdays when you get older. It's almost like the older you get, the more the birthday is on you to plan. You know, like that's why with God, birthdays make me low-key uncomfortable because I feel like I go, again, I'm extra, right? So I go all out on my fucking birthday and I expect everyone else to go all out on my birthday. And that's just not some people's birthday energies. So as a friend, I try to go all out on my other friend's birthdays when I can, when I'm with them, because it's like when you're an adult, your friends have to take over. Otherwise, you have to plan your own birthday and that fucking sucks. But you have to come to the realization of, okay, if you want to have a party on your birthday, guess what you have to do? You have to plan it. You do. Someone's not going to magically just have a surprise party for you if you like will, will it into your life. No. You could drop a million hints and maybe you have a good friend or like boyfriend or husband and they like they they've caught on. But nine times out of 10 in adulthood, if you want it to happen, if you want to party for yourself, you have to throw it for your fucking self. And when you get over the like, okay, yeah, the sadness, we can work through that. But when you when you come when you step into the power of it and the realization that while I'm a grown ass woman and I can 
pay from my own party. I can pay for my own outfit. I can pay for the alcohol. I can pay for the shit. I'm asking the people I love to come celebrate. I have people to even ask. When you step into the power of it all, it just gives you momentum, baby. Because then guess what? You have a banger of a party. You celebrate your own damn self. You realize no one else validation is needed. You're appreciative of it. You still have supporters. You still have people come to the party, right? But you don't need the validation. You don't need the praise. You just make moves. And that creates a momentum and that creates an energy. And then the universe knows, okay, she is no longer just going with things where other people tell her to. She's not just following the path that everyone else is taking. She's doing her own thing. She's following her own heart. She's listening to her own damn self. And that's the most important thing because every day we take in information from other people. Every day we're told how to live our life. Every day we are shown a different way to live than the way you're living. And it is over fucking whelming. It's overwhelming for me. And that's when I have to reel myself back in, have a little, you know, centered moment like I did in yoga yesterday and realize, "Uh uh-uh, honey, you are in your own lane. The image that came in my mind yesterday while I was meditating was, You are in your own river. And some people, I'm just a little fishy swimming, right? I'm looking to my left. I'm looking to my right. I see people flying by. I've used this analogy on a highway. People fly by. And you see people getting off on on on-ramps. You see people choosing back roads instead of the highway. And you're kind of your driver in your own little life car. And you're like, where do I go? What do I do? And sometimes you go with the pace, right? We go with traffic. And then sometimes you get run over because it's too fast for you. You got to stay in your own lane. And I just got this vision of like swim at your own pace. Because some rivers, you know, look big and huge and loud and, and rushing and they're fast. And it's like, oh my God, they're getting there so quickly, so fast, way faster than I ever, than I ever have. But then I got this vision of, yeah, but it went too fast that it broke through its sides and it's flooding and it's no longer a river and it's, you know, it's flooding in on itself or it, it gets so spread thin because it busts out of its seams that can't handle itself. All of a sudden it's scattered everywhere. It's super thin. It's not a big rushing river anymore. It's these small trickling offshoots or okay someone can be going so so fast but because they're going so fast they can't see what's in front of them and it's a fucking waterfall and what do they do crash and burn I got you know the I felt like the universe was telling me you're okay you were in your lane You're in your own river, at your own pace, at your own swim. Just enjoy. Enjoy the path. And remember that sometimes it's okay to swim to the side, to get out, to take a break, 
to celebrate the beauty of how far you've come. Acknowledge the growth. Acknowledge the love and the happiness. I've said this before. I love saying it. I think it's so important for your 20s. I don't think we could say it enough. You are living current day right now in some way, shape, or form living a dream that you once had for your life. And it may not look like what you thought it would. Maybe better. Hopefully it's better. But regardless, it's happening. And unless you stop right now and you acknowledge it and you appreciate it, it will pass you by. And a new time will come and you won't know how good you had it or you'll be reminiscing the days when you're living in your dorm with your best friend or you'll be reminiscing the days when you lived in a certain city or you had a certain haircut or you were living a certain lifestyle. But you never stopped. You never appreciated it in the moment. No longer allow yourself to not enjoy the current time that you're in. And it may not look perfect. It may be the furthest thing from perfect, but you know what? The times of my life that I look back on in my 20s and I reminisce on are some of my hardest times because they're the times I'm the most proud of myself. They're the times when I had the most growth. I learned the most lessons. And there's a beauty in the struggle. There's a beauty in the come up. There's a beauty in the survival that makes you feel alive as a human and makes your experience in your life greater than yourself. And if you're not careful, you can spend a large portion of your current moment in the past thinking about those times, thinking maybe what you could have done differently or reminiscing on them And then the past just constantly is your present. And so you're never reaching the future. And part of celebrating wins for me has been the closing of that chapter. And it helps me, it enables me to move on. It, and I've, Of the times in my life where I have not celebrated properly, it's extremely difficult for me to move forward. It's extremely difficult for me to move on from that chapter of my life because it's almost like if I didn't give myself a party, if I, and I'm not always talking about like a physical party, I'm, whatever celebration looks like to you, that's a celebration. It could be something like just rewarding yourself after a hard week with a fucking bubble bath and a glass of wine or your favorite meal, a bowl of pasta, your, a vacation with your girlfriend, whatever it is, the times of my life that I didn't do that, I repeatedly go back in my head and I'm like, oh my God, that time was so cool. Do you remember that time? Why didn't we celebrate it more? Why didn't we know how good we had it? Because I never stopped and actually said, wow, I'm having a great fucking time. Let's celebrate this. 
So, no, it's not easy. No, you may not be good at it. And it's like a muscle. You have to exercise that. You have to rewire the way you think in your brain to be the one who's constantly evaluating your life like, wow, that's cool. I did that. Let me celebrate for a night, for a day, for five minutes. I don't care. But just acknowledge the success and don't wait for someone else to do it. Because putting expectations on other people, it creates it creates unneeded rifts and, and th- expectations that you thought that you had on somebody that those people are human. They can't read your fucking mind. You know, everyone's busy. Everyone has something going on. Everyone has dealt with shit the last two years. Everyone is tired. Everyone is stressed. Every, every single person. Every single one. And you sit here and you talk about with your girlfriends how tired you are, how sad you are, how burnt out you are. So is everybody else. So don't get mad then, Sarah, when Katie doesn't remember your birthday, when fucking your boyfriend who is a guy doesn't pick up on hints like that, doesn't remember it's your fucking eighth month anniversary. I don't know. I'm just throwing things out here. Sorry if your name's Sarah or Katie, but do you get what I'm saying, though? We expect people to be active in our life, but we know we don't have time to be fully active in everyone else's. I think if we all just celebrated ourselves, showed up for our friends when they need celebration, the world would be a happier place, truly. And that's just an art you learn, an art form you learn as you're growing up, is how to be your number one fan, how to celebrate your own fucking wins, and how to create time and space in your life to build a community with other people, an authentic one. So, yeah, that's all I really have to say about that. Um, I could go on, God, forever. But I felt like that's a good end point. Celebrate your own wins. Buy the book, 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think. If you do, please share your favorites with me. Like, this book is so amazing. Um, and, you know, ask yourself, go reverse. That's my reverse sound. Uh, do my own special effects here. Thank you. Um reverse back to the questions, ask yourself like, and this is, ooh, this is a good one for people who are, who are in their twenties, who have no idea what they want to do. Ask yourself that question. If no one ever celebrates you, ever acknowledges you, what would you do? What would make you happy? What would you, what could make you celebrate and clap for yourself? In so many words, what do you love so much that if no one ever noticed you doing it, you would still feel fulfilled in life? And then fucking do that. And then find a way to make money off of that. Yeah. And if the money doesn't come, give it time. It will. It will. If you're consistent, this is what I'm just telling myself. If I'm consistent, 
it will flow. But I got to be a river. Can't, can't make a river out of a trickling brook. Don't even, don't quote me on that. That was one of my, that was one of my worst uh, lines. <laughs> All right. Well, hope this was inspirational. Hope you liked it. Um, as always, always, uh, follow, like, and subscribe. Leave me a review, please, please, please. And if you post a screenshot of your review, I will put you in a raffle for a giveaway of a gift. Don't know what yet. Maybe I do know. You won't know. Secret. Repost me on Instagram and you will be added to a raffle. Alrighty. Love you. Love you. Mean it. Goodbye.